Blog Talk Radio. Hi everybody, welcome to the Neil and Christian Baker Psychic Hour. Hope everyone's having a good week. Gosh, lots of storms in the east, right, Neil? And here in California, yeah. it is going to cook today. Can't believe February, 87 degrees. Yeah, our planet is a subject of climate change, which is a subject of uh, human activity altering the patterns of of our normal, I mean, the, pl- the planet is susceptible to erratic changes, but we have to factor in what we're doing to our atmosphere and to our world. I mean, it's just at a devastating rate, chopping down rainforests and just pollution. It's 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 a it's a reason why we're in the state we're in. There's there's many reasons why we're in the state we're in, unfortunately, and, and the weather systems. The weather patterns rather have become much more erratic than than they were 20 years ago. I mean, of course, there'd be heat waves occasionally in the summer and cool spells in the winter, but it's much more. Um, it seems to be more erratic as we move as forward. We move forward. Time. You know, which brings to mind that um, when, when you when you incorporate the word holistically, our planet is not a simple planet. It's a planet that involves millions of components. And holistically speaking, you have to think of everything that is, that is part of how our, our planet survives and it, the maintenance of its own health. Well, the difficulty about that is thinking holistically is that there's so many different individuals I well, mean, yeah. in, I mean, it's going in to be the planet. It's to... But, uh, you know, when you look at the body, one thing can affect another. And, and you have to look at the whole body and to, to really understand the way it's functioning, even if you're looking at the immune system. If you're looking at a planet, you have to look at all factors of a planet. It's very complex. It's not that it will, all, it will ever be solved, but the way to approach the planet is significantly connected to all of its components. If we're losing the honeybee or we're losing... Uh, plankton in the ocean, and we're losing the coral reefs. Coral reefs. We, we, that's a consideration. If the rainforests are going down, that's a consideration. Well, yeah, not if only that. pollution in the air. Overfishing, overfishing, overfishing the oceans. I and that's overpopulation. Disease. It all is interconnected. So when we get down to our own individual terminology, the same thing happens in a birth date. Our birth date is not just a birth date. It's a holistic approach to mind, body, soul, past, present, future. Every number in our birth date is a representation of a hundred levels of energy. Every number, one, two, three, four, up to up to twelve, is is a representation of several components. Because you just don't have one being a, a, a root chakra. It's home. It's body. It's feet. It's the earth, earth. It's foundation. It's balance. And then you have, of course, all the levels within that one. <laughs> so everything is interconnected. And because we are, are in the business of, of examining the idea of numerology and what a birth date means, of course, we have the creative liberty to discuss what those numbers mean, that it's more than just a birth date. And I'll tell you, 
over the 50 years, over 50 years I've been doing this work, every day of my life. The, the, what I've come up with in terms of the deep symbolism of numbers and what they mean and how they're incorporated into a field study, if you will, uh, of, of having people over the years, thousands and thousands, we know that there is some legitimate factor to how a birthday works and what the codes really mean. And at least conservatively speaking, conservatively speaking, 75% accuracy, creatively speaking, over 90% accuracy. Because there's always some window of accuracy and nothing is by God certain, not even in the medical field. So when we get into this idea of, of numerology and birth dates, and we're talking about all the intercomponents and interrelationships and what it means and how it's affected, not only that, but how a person's action, current actions, affect the energy code of a birth date. You know, if, if you are drinking excessively one night, your body has now changed. Your body has changed, your behavior has changed, your actions has changed, your coordination has changed, everything has changed. Same thing with a birth date. If, you, if a person acts a certain way, the numbers and a birth date, according to our theory, activate according to their specific themes. Number and a birth date has a strong karmic connection to, to the activity that's, negative. that's being, yeah. You're bringing it back to life. So before we go on, I want to let everybody know how to get a hold of us because I didn't announce the number at the beginning of the show. I think people basically know what the number is. But anyway, uh, just in case, 914-338-0164 is the call number. And do press one if you'd like to speak with us. We did have a caller, but um, it, I think she was she's one of our regulars was just listening and dropped. But um, also we invite our callers and listeners to join us on Facebook and Twitter and here on Blog Talk Radio. And those accounts are on our Blog Talk Radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. So just wanted to get that in there before we continue. Right. Now, there, there are two different levels of, of our, what Chris and I do in terms of interpreting energy. One, we go by the birth date and the themes, and we work out an a analysis, even psychic analysis, according to the birthday code and the action. The other part is that we both get extraordinary visions that have nothing to do with the birth date. So people have often said, well, you work too much with numbers and birth dates and it's hard to understand. But that's so inaccurate because I would say at least 50% of psychic is, is, a, is a psychic energy reading has nothing to do with the birth date it has everything to do with the astral realm, visions, being psychic, talking to spirits and guides. And, and for those in question about believing, it would be the acuteness of being totally intuitive and insightful and feeling something. And there isn't a human being on the planet, well, maybe there are, and I'm sure there are, that don't have feelings. Feelings is something we all have. And if someone who denies having feelings, I've got a big baseball bat to prove that you have feelings. We all have feelings, whether it's initiated by pain, memory, excitement, negativity, positive. We are, we are human beings. We are organisms that have feelings. That's a big conference between human and animal or insect. Do they have feelings? And as we discover in our scientific advancements, animals to the lowest organism has some attitude of feeling. There was just this thing about the, my friend, the octopus. It, animals have feelings. What, what are you talking about? The documentary about the octopus. The, the, the one that was from about two years ago? The, uh, animals have feelings. Well, octopus, they're extremely intelligent. Extremely yeah. intelligent. Not that other animals aren't, but I'm just saying, you know. But, you know, it, we're, we're dealing, the thing, we, we bring up octopi or octopus because they're not mammals. 
they're squid. They're they're not an they're not a mammal. They don't bear young and in, in in that respect. And well, they do. They're not warm blooded. Um, and they're lower on the human chain. The mollusk. Mollusk. They're lower on the human chain than uh, even a mammal. But we have. Um, there was a. Uh, I saw a video of of a woman who saved a honeybee, a bumblebee. And this bumblebee, whether you want to analyze it as just a scientific behavioral pattern from the bee or whether the bee recognized that this woman saved her and this this bumblebee became her pet, wouldn't leave her, <laughs> responded to her, wiggled its hands, I mean, slept with her. My God, they had bumblebee babies. Uh, so something happened, happened to have happened. But, they, but the but, bumblebee's lifespan what, is like, I believe, two to three months in yeah. the winter, but only if we're talking about, well, honeybees, worker bees are about two to three or three weeks in the summer. Yeah. They live longer in the winter for yeah. some reason because they have, you know. They don't want to they, miss Christmas. <laughs> they well, they, I mean, you know, out. they're they're not as active, obviously, in the winter months, but. Yeah, their energy, they exhaust themselves. They work tirelessly. And then it's a sad death for a bee, honeybee, because um, they're either thrown out of the nest if they're not useful anymore, or they just well, this is, that's not die on depressing. their own. Okay. They, they're abandoned. <sighs> um so, but, you know, I mean, that's part of it. it, it that's not because the bees have, don't have feelings. And we don't know if bees have feelings, but they do take care of their young. They defend their nests. Well, you might say that's instinct, but we could argue the case that we're totally instinctual. So the idea of instinct or learning has always been a rare debate. I think it's a marriage of the two always because the element of creation is extends beyond instinct. There's something more miraculous going on. Um, there was a, uh, I saw a video of a dog whose, whose dog friend fell in a pool. And this dog desperately saved this dog's life. I mean, there was no doubt about it. The dog was saving the other dog's life because it was drowning in the pool. Now, as, in, as in a dog, you know, a dog has to reason, well, you know, is he playing in the pool? Is he just having fun? What's the distress well, call? Obviously, obviously, the dog the was shrieking and crying. And yeah. The do- and the dog's maybe instinct was to save his friend, his dog friend. But there's got to be something, you know, more than that in terms of the brain power of an animal and there's... how an animal has apathy and is uh, empathy, empathy, not apathy, empathy. Yeah, empathy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. No, no, <laughs> that'd be antithetical to the, <laughs> I was of, what we're talking I about. I was thinking of apps. I know. The apps of the yeah. Well, um, you know, so many dogs. There's so many accounts of dogs saving families when there's a fire in the home or other pets. Uh, obviously. Dogs are used to yeah. guide the blind and help the disabled. So, yeah, and they're trained, about, but you know those people who have issues with pit bulls because the pit bull ripped up somebody's face. We're not talking about exceptions, and there are loving pit bulls too. There are pit bulls that are so gentle that uh, they're incredibly gentle. Um, so uh, we 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 have to getting back to our topic at hand. Birth dates, and what are they all about? <laughs> what's going on? Well, birth dates. What's up with that? What's up with okay, that? Okay, I just yeah, the title of our book. I just uh, yeah, I what's just up with that? Uh, don't don't anyone steal it? Yeah, what's up? Birth dates, what's, <laughs> what's up, up with, with that? that? Including dancing and um, but uh, you know why even. Why we have? Why do we have birthdays? What? What do we? Can we live without them? And not according to our system. Not according to our our system of of measures and and dates and things like that. But do we need a birthday in order to survive? No. 
Well, and we talked about that on a recent show where some people don't know their real birth dates and have a, a birth date, uh, a falsified birth date that they have to live with without really knowing when they were born. And so, right. And I've never yet seen anyone who was asked the question, do you know your birthday? And they go, no. And then they pump out of existence. In primitive cultures, probably they don't record the birth date like we do. Um, to some extent, to some yeah. extent but not be, as you know, specific. If well, in, if you're born and the coyote runs by, yeah, they might the, call the person. The environment. Runs, the, coyote run, the coyote runs. Right. But what I'm saying know, they is they are not recording it in, you know, according to a calendar date as much. Not, not, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes do and sometimes not. But you're right. Um, many There's going to be diversity in they don't even the way. The calendar is. Right. Um, they might go by the moon, moon or the, environment, or the weather, or the exactly. season, <sighs> or, you know, uh, if they were born on a significant hunting day or something like that. So it, birthdays can be synonymous with, with uh, Right, right. So there's the narrative and the birth dates. So instead of looking at the numbers, uh, if we're talking about a primitive culture that may not refer to a calendar in regard to a birth date, then the birth date is going to uh, naturally have more of a narrative attached to it at the outset. Are you okay? Yeah. Um, at the outset, then our birth dates have, because we're, our birth dates are fixed in time. That's the first stamp of our birth date. It's not about a, an eagle flying over the hospital. Yeah, why? Well, because of education, because of uh, age, because of tax brackets, because of uh, what grade you're going to be in. Uh, you know, our our ages and our birthdays are our records, so we can start to define who we are throughout time and space in human society. But it has nothing to do with our initial existence. Neither does a name. I mean, these are things that were created. They're, they were created by man, not by the creator himself. We put those connotations in there. Well, yeah, and then it gets, you know, we call God, God. Um, other people in other faiths may call God Allah or, you know, so on and so forth. Yahweh. Um, and in the heavenly spheres, names aren't used. I mean, angels don't have names. A lot of people like to think angels have names. But the, the angels and spirits don't refer to each other by first name. No, in the but, ethers. Uh, but I do know for a fact. <laughs> I, do. I do know for a fact that uh, I was hanging out on the ashram. <laughs> I was hanging out with Raphael, and, <sighs> and God said, "Hey, Ralph, uh, I can't come over here. I have something to discuss." So He did nickname him as Ralph. So there. Uh, Ralph uh, from Raphael, Ralph to Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. That's cute. Um, and so that was kind of interesting uh, that he had in his name. Uh, I even heard him call Jesus once G. <laughs> G I don't know. He, they, they do seem to have abbreviations up there. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, even this name of name calling, I mean, nothing is, nothing is unique. How many birth people are born on the same day? How many people are called Rick? Um, you know, how, how many people have the same name, the same birth date. My God, I once looked up my name, and uh, according to my name, I'm a microbiologist in Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, I'm born on the same day, but that's not me. But yet we have these identical factors. But when we have an identical factor, the truth of the matter is I'm not him, he's not me, and we're individuals. Maybe he's your twin soul. Uh, maybe he's my micro soul. Uh, the the idea that when you have something that's in replication, you don't really have true replication because there's diversity. There is diversity, but I mean it's interesting because like talking about birth dates and the psychic the. the the psychic, the div divination part of birth date numbers. I was talking to someone yesterday and I was getting a number. I won't even say what it is. Double digit number. 
around them I because I was absorbing that person's energy. And I later found out that night that that person was born on that exact number date. Um, actually, it was the inverted number. And their month and day added up to that number. So it's interesting when you start to absorb people's energy and what you, you know, when you know something about birth date numbers, how you can start to intuit what those are without knowing much about the person at all. Yeah. And things do take on a, a kind of a blanket of, of assumption. Uh, we were just looking at a, a famous uh, talent manager. Oh, that guy, that guy, he committed, he committed suicide. suicide. And we said, for sure, he's going to have a two or a nine or something. He was, 38, he was 3811 he was born, too, right? He was 3811 two, born on the 29th. And in 74, which is an 11 also. Yeah. Not to say that everybody who has an 11 in their no. birthday is going to commit suicide, which is why the numbers are no. obviously they're a personal code, not, you know, it's a standard general it's code. A standard uh, premise, but it doesn't amount to being a, an absolute premise. It, 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 there's a standard premise to how numbers can be negative, but we know that. We know, you know, the 13th is negative to some societies. Eight is negative to others. No, I think four is negative. Eight is positive. In some societies. I don't know who eight is negative to. Who's eight negative to? A pool table. No, I'm serious. Um, like Chinese cultures, eight is a very lucky number. Uh, eight, well, but they don't have fourth floors in China, I believe. Yeah, four. Well, eight is negative to uh, some of the ancient uh, ancient societies. Yeah, it, it, eight is a lucky number in China, and um, four is the most unlucky number. Yeah, but if you look yeah. up eight, you'll see there's some primitive uh, cultures that why eight was considered negative, there are some deviations from the seven days of creation that that eight is 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 like almost like saying it's huh. too long in the womb. It's 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 the overextension. You can you know you can cook a cake too long. So eight has you'll see it eight has well I do and it in some numerology, why don't I know this? But in some, not our system yeah. of numerology, it's associated with Saturn. Yeah. Um, so there. So it's negative. So the you know the uh, Babylonian and the, uh, um, some of the more primitive cultures was that based energy on the planets and our solar system uh, came up with some negative connotations. It's the sixth planet, which is strange. Uh, regarding the, eight. Uh, the number eight, and that's not the word negativity of eight extends from. Now, in our respect, eight is positive, but eight has a negative side too. Well, every number has a negative side. Yeah. So we're looking at that energy field of how, getting back holistically speaking, how number systems have a wide variety of interpretations that still fit within a workable interpretation. It's just not so wide that, you know, how, why bother? It, it, there's no end to the answers. Well, there is a, a sense of confinement in numerology where you can confine a system of thought and make it specific to the person, regardless of how many variables are involved. So you do you do specify, and you can concentrate on certain numbers and pull those numbers out and focus on them. But then when you put it back into the pile, you have all the numbers joined together. Remember, your birth date is all your teammates. Every number is a teammate, and it rep, and every number represents on one page a separate lifetime, all coming together. You know, just like we have youth, middle age, old age, we seem to separate things in threes. The birthdays are separated in threes, basically, month, day, and year, century aside. Well, the, that, that's incorporated into the year. Yeah, but but in our method of numerology, <clears throat> the uh, century is a sort of bridge. It's a bridge, and it's a 
it's in its own category. It's it's, a, it's so because it, it involves a hundred years. It's in its own certain category of energy. And it's reduced to a one in some respects because it's a in our case it's a nineteen. That would be a ten one. But if you're more than twenty, it would be a two. two. So it does change over time, and it does affect the attitude of the master number. And the, master and the karmic number, number, obviously. And the karmic number, because the master number is not really a one number. It's a master number, but it's but it's composed, can only be composed born of all the numbers from other numbers. Date. So everything comes down to a singularity. But that singularity, when you take it apart, is complex. And that complexity now has to be attached to a narration. And that narration has to be attached to someone who knows what they're doing about psychic energy and confirmations and validations and events at hand, not excluding the fact that there may be other factors involved, guides, spirits, angels. There's so much involved in, in the process that it's no wonder it can take a lifetime to figure it all out. And, and even beyond a lifetime. Just, there's never going to be an end to this study of, of existence. We'll never find the end to it. So we strive our best, and hopefully we don't annihilate ourselves before uh, events at hand come to some place where we can get a better sense of control over our lives and over the planet itself. But you know, we, 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 it, and, and the idea that there's such diversity in existence, it's overwhelming. The diversity of existence, you, you, it's hard to define it. I mean, you know, if, if you were to, if you were to study every periodical, a newspaper, an opinion that came out daily, you wouldn't have time to look at it all. The information is uh, is overwhelming in any given day. So you specify. You get the New York Times. You get the LA Times. You get the Wall Street Journal. You get Newsweek, Time, Nation, the New Republic. Then we're, are we, why now we're talking about all your magazines and newspaper <laughs> subscriptions? <laughs> I mean, but it's overwhelming. And and to try to figure it all out, well, you yeah, either because... have to speed read and get, gather as much as you can from the information, or you formulate stacks and stacks of information that you never get to. Well, I mean, aside from the fact that all those sources um, have different spins opinions. And, and opinions and different fact mining uh, techniques than another, and so you have to start to dissect everything and just, you know, make your own judgment on what, you know, you know based I consider, on information. That's the way being I consider the mind, let's use a metaphor. You have a big, <clears throat> you have a big kitchen sink and you fill it with water and maybe the water is two feet deep, three feet deep. And then this little hole at the bottom is going to consume it all. And down it goes. Little hole. Well, now consider the water is a wealth of information and that hole at the bottom of the sink is the brain absorbing and condensing energy in such a way that it achieves the purpose of clearance makes it clear now where does that water go well now we have a pipe system and a network system a sewer system and then we just give it to the sea or we go into some recycling situation and we'll recycle the water and bring it back again. But that's the same way the brain works with information. The massive amount of information that we have um, has to be condensed into something whereby at the end of the game we get clearance and the rest maybe is distributed to other outlets. But you have to get to the core of the issue. Um, and to get clarity. So the idea of about a birth date is, can, you, can one make a birth date clear? Can you gather enough information 
oftentimes people that we give readings to, they'll say, oh, I know I'm giving you a lot of information. I know I'm giving you a lot. Well, but the job of the interpreter is to take it all in and to get it in and for the interpreter to decide what's superfluous to the conversation and what is pertinent. So the same with the birthday. You can look at a birthday and go, oh, my God, this is so overwhelming. All these, you know, all the factors are going on. And then the narration from the person who has the birthday compounds the situation with all their troubles. It's just one after another, after another, after another. And you finally have to say, stop and get to a sense of clarity by putting all the components together. So, you know, I mean, for those who have degrees, getting a degree is one thing. Using it, applying it effectively is another. That's where talent is involved in brain power and the interpretive skills of knowing how to consolidate a lot of information, a lot of massive information into clarity of thinking, uh, which I think is, is vital to any profession. So when we look at now this idea of diversity within a birth date, and we get down to the nitty-gritty of trying to find specific pertinent points or references towards clarity, we get to be in business with the idea of being effective and accurate. Not always accurate, but more often than not. So let's look at today's date, for instance. Well, it's... a it's 29. I mean, in this month of day. Yeah, so what's today's day? It's a 17-8. So now we got 2-9. Uh-oh. Mm, and a 22. And a 22. Which is also an uh-oh. Plus that 9-2. Flex the, I mean, the century is also... There's a 2. I mean, the 2 in the century is preceded by a 9. So there's a lot of that 2-9. Yeah. Stuff so, going on. The 11, the 11 factor is repeated multiple times, but it's a 17-8 overall. So it's a 17-8. It's got a 2-9 in there, which has some controversy of, of, if we're looking at today's date, that would be somewhat controversial. It's not a, it's not a positive date, although it has its positive possibilities, but by nature, it's not a, by the nature of our interpretation of numerology. But you see, the difference is, is interesting because two and nine, the difference is seven. seven. When we get over to the year and incorporate that into the total accumulation of numbers, we have 17. So that seven appears. 17 becomes an eight, which exceeds the idea of a weekday. And now we get into the idea of power. And the 17 is one through seven. So, you know, you can kind of apply yeah. the chakra system to this formation with the eight being right. the first chakra outside of the, of the body. But I mean, if we're talking about this as a birthday, two, nine, 2022, it's a difficult, it's a difficult birthday because of. Well, you were referring to two numbers. Um, you were referring to uh, four and eight in our earlier discussion. That four is positive. Eight is positive. Four is negative, according to Chinese culture. Right, but in that respect, we have a four and an eight in today's date, because when we look at the difference between the numbers, we get thirteen between the two differences, and that becomes a four, and then the total day itself becomes an eight. So we actually have, in our deeper interpretation of numbers, a four and an eight the difference between the numbers added together and the accumulation of all the numbers, all the numbers added together. We're talking about the difference between two and nine, which is seven, and then one and seven, which is six. Yeah. That's the 13. That's the 13. That's the 13. So, so we're, what, we're, what are we doing? We're subtracting to get a number in differences, and we're adding to get a number. Now we almost get into algebraic terms. But the idea that we are adding and subtracting 
is obviously part of the process of past life and future life. Getting back to, we come back to the planet to make up for the subtractions of life that we have created. We're coming back to get those things back in order to at least a zero well, level, if not a positive Well, at least, level. I mean, we're supposed to. We're supposed to. Ideally, yeah. Ideally. But most people don't have the conscious. I mean, well, that's not true. I mean, some people have consciousness, This as we have a caller. Some people's consciousness is higher in terms of what they need to do on the planet and their purpose and right. helping others. But it may not be according to a code in the birthday. You know, they may have that innately within them, but they're not, they're not, they know nothing about numerology. No, but they may know about the origin of existence or they have right. some attitude about spirit, spirituality uh, spirituality, or, or they, they have a, a grasp of why they exist and what makes their existence important aside from the fact that you drink and, and buy clothes. Right. Okay. There's something deeper going on. So we have someone on the line here, 604. Thank you. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Hi, it's Charlene calling again. Uh, this time calling on oh. me, if that's okay. How are you guys yeah. doing? S-H, right? Charlene with an S. Correct. With a okay. Y. Y and E. Okay. How are you? We're fine. I'm Thank good. You. A, l- a little off uh, off center. The um, You know, what's happened, because I'm in Canada, of course. and. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff going on in Canada with... I don't know what yeah, what you're in, but frightening that people seem to be interested in. Well, actually, they don't. They're not interested in it. They don't realize they're they're allowing themselves to be pushed to fascism. So it's, it's like they they need to stand up. Yeah, do you know what's going on in Canada with the whole? There's a lot of protests going on. And state of emergency has been declared because of um, you know the truck. I, there's stuff with supplies being not being delivered to people, and there's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, and a lot of it's propaganda, which is uh, really frightening because the media—it's um, it, almost like they've been paid. They're—it's uh, uh, bizarre. It's just bizarre because the facts, at least in anything that I'm seeing, there's there's nothing really going on. This is just. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's funny because I saw um, there was a World News Tonight episode on uh, ABC, and one of the stories was about how Russia is using false flags to instigate a war right now, and you know having fake victims and fake you know actors and so on and so forth to yeah. instigate this issue. And I was thinking how funny it was, but you know. Here we are talking about false flags, and we're certainly guilty of that here in the United States. So are, are you suggesting that this is really not happening, what the news is reporting in Canada? I am. That's, yep, I yeah. absolutely am. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's alarming. It's alarming. Thank God yeah. for social media being the way it is, because it just makes me want to cry. It's, 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 I, I know in my soul that we're gonna, this will surpass and it's going to shift. But it it's it is tragic, tragic, tragic because it's dividing people and it's borderline. Well, it's not borderline. I I believe it's intentional, um, and and uh, we've been manipulated by a few powers that be, and they're just in a serious um, um, driving force. And and, and genocide is the um, agenda. Genocide, which is wow. Yeah, yeah, and I know where I work. I work in a in a very busy uh, Costco, and and one of the busiest, actually the number eight store in in the world, and number one in Canada. And so you can imagine the number of people we've seen in here in the store, and there were less than thirty cases in the entire time that I worked there, and um, of those cases, nothing was serious. Like, none of it was serious. However, once the vaccine was rolled out, uh, there was a few cases that surged out briefly, but a lot of adverse reactions that nobody's really talking about, and, and some deaths. Oh, I know. I know. And it seems that everybody getting infected is vaccinated. <laughs> That's yeah. what I, you know, it's, it's, I've heard of so many people getting COVID that are vaccinated, so many. 
So it's just, you know, you have to question what is the reason for this push for this vaccine, you know. But anyway. um, Um, I guess, yes, it's because I'm just feeling so unsettled. And and part of it is because of that. Um, um, Health-wise, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'd like to see myself doing better, but I'm doing okay. And I'm August 31st, 62. Yes, God. I'm sorry. Thanks, Kristen. No, I didn't remember. I can't be. I can't tell you I remember. Ah. I actually was back in my notes. So I didn't remember. But it's already equals three. Yeah. So your question is about what I could do and to be more specific. I mean, do you have a health concern right now? Um, I guess just just some general direction. If there's you know anything that you can tune in on that I need to be fixated on or going moving forward. <laughs> feeling a little more confident, I guess, than what I am at the moment. So she's 60. She's actually, right, she's going to be 60, so she's going to be having a big transition yeah. this year. You're you're going to be 60, which is double 30. Um, you're mm-hmm. 30 equals 3. 30 is your karmic number. So 2 times 30 is 60, and that's your age forthcoming. Mm-hmm. So change is afoot. Yeah, this you know your your energy. Uh, you 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 have a interesting pattern in your birthday. You have an eight that's ultimately broken up in your sixty-two, and between six and two is a four, which repeats itself in your thirty-one, which adds up to a four. So you have an interesting pattern going on in regard to your journey through life. Sorry, I just want to. Where's the thirty-one? I'm sorry. In your day. Which, is she 831? 83. That's correct, yes. Yeah, oh, 31. 831. 31. Oh, I have it wrong. So, what did I do? Um, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You got the number right. 12, 22. Oh, that's what I did. Okay. Uh, I, see, I wrote the birthday down incorrectly. So, I, so sorry about that. When, when we're looking at, you know, you're, you seem to have a general concern. You initiate uh, the conversation with having a general concern about the state of Canada and all that's going on, and it's really devastating, and there's a lot of controversy about accuracy. and what. But if we look at your personal life, you know, in that regard, you're a survivalist. Because if you really don't believe what's going on, and you're not in terms of the herd mentality, then you become a survivalist. You become an individualistic person that is more concerned with their own well-being than what the dictates of society says has to happen. It's a good so thing there's she, a certain independence of thought that you have that I pick up. And it's a good thing she works at Costco being a survivalist because they sell everything in bulk. Yeah. <laughs> everything in bulk oh, I, I have enough food for the next two years, well, year anyway, I'm sure. And, and it's not because I've been hoarding. I want to make sure I'm ready. And the other thing is you don't have a Costco voice. No. You have a very distinct, intelligent uh, tongue. She has an artistic voice. I, I feel like there's artistic an artistic or interpreter. Uh, you know, she could be a news reporter. There's something distinct about. So your occupational field is not, I don't feel, conducive to your level of intelligence. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean that people at Costco have to be morons or idiots. What I'm suggesting no. is that there's something... Something something happened in your life, Charlene, that maybe got you a little bit off track. I don't know. It could be something subtle like a divorce. It could be something subtle. I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the, the men that I involved myself with, I, I got fixated on on the wrong direction, to say the least. Yeah, there you go. See, and when you just said the wrong direction and you laughed, your voice changed to somebody not of the highest mentality in my mind because my ears right. are trained to listen. So what happens is that your two in life relationship is is part of your problem. And the two is next to your six, which combats your mind. So your better mind is conflicted by the choices you make in men. And that's something that came about karmically which could result in some, possibly some fact that your own father was a little bit uh, um, questionable in terms of his ego. Yeah. There might, I'm sorry? 
Yes, I, I agree. Over was he overbearing or dictatorial? Abusive, but uh, in a background way. Yeah. Hmm. So, so you see how we're analyzing? We can just look at your birth date, listen to your voice, and we can now build a profile of you. Now, all of this does amount to one good thing, and that is uh, when we get back, forgive me, when we get back to number three is a fire number. And it involves change. Because it's a stomach chakra. Yeah. It's a lower form of intelligence, but it's the beginning of the third eye because it is the eye of the navel. The eye of the third chakra is how the baby pursues the universe in, in an embryonic state. But she indeed holds the six in her year, yeah. which is good. But, of course, back to the conflict of the relationship in the mind. Well, she actually has... Um, she actually has two 12s going on to three and one is a four. Well, I know. Is that eight, four? Isn't that weird? Yeah. What we're t- I don't know if you were listening earlier, but we were talking about eight and four, and that's essentially your yeah. month and the combined uh, sum of your day, three, one. So what you've got to do, are you currently in a relationship now? Only with myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, you're in a relationship only with yourself because it's safer that way. It may not be fulfilling, but it's safer. Now, it's fulfilling. It's it's not. It doesn't keep me warm at night, but it's It's I, it, it, I'm working very uh, mindfully of being healthy in all ways. So, um, you know, I'm open to it. I, I miss intimacy dreadfully, but I'm yeah. I, they have to be healthy, and and that includes. Well, do, you have, mm-hmm. do you have children? Yeah, she has. A I do. Yeah. I have three children. Yeah. Yeah. Three. So you see three. So you have three children and yourself. That's your 31. That's yeah. in your code, three and one. Okay. And it's repeated between the six and the two, the four. So you're, you're, not, you're not single. You're, uh, you're not really single because of and having children, the, the attitude of energy is that you're coupled because those children are comprised of a, of a male seed. So even though physically you're single, um, organically you're not. Right. You're not a single because your universe has been involved with men. Does, I mean, Charlene, are you interested in a relationship at this point, or are you uh, oh, happy? Oh, sure. To yeah, I would, you know, I would get involved in one. I don't know if I have time, <laughs> but there uh yeah, I'm I'm certainly open to it, but it again, they they do need to be healthy. I'm not I'm ready. It's been 5 years uh and a bit since I've been involved with anybody and the it was the second um serious relationship I'd had and it was incredibly toxic and dangerous. I actually had to flee it and victim services were involved. There was police charges. Oh wow. Yeah, it was it was was rough, and this was all shortly after my son's car accident. You may remember. Um, yeah, of course, I right? do remember. Very yeah. serious accident. Yeah, so it it was a lot. So I've really taken time. I don't know if unpacking is the appropriate word, but it probably is. <laughs> Just a, okay, why? What did I do? What's going on? Well, it's not see, that I'm a victim because I'm not. There's choices that I made. Well, you see, you you bring up a very existential premise because you say, I don't have time. Well, you do have time. We all have time. It's what we decide to do with the time. So you can make rational choices. You do have time. So when you say, I don't have time, existentially you do because we all have time. We all live right. in time. Now, your yeah. choice within that time frame is your choice right now is you're really saying, I don't know if I want to venture back into a relationship because my history in relationships have been very toxic, and I don't know if I want to if I want to share my time on the planet in another toxic situation. Which is understandable. You do have the time, but you're making a choice to separate time into categories. Right. right. So if that's the case, when we look at it that way, we have two factors going on. Either destiny will send you a person in your life, and you will create time for that person because you'll be in love, or you will, you will block that, you will not block destiny, but you will, you will situate your choice making in such a way that 
that your time is valuable to you and conducive to good being. Right. Your suggestion of energy, uh, Charlene, suggests that destiny-wise, you're bound to be in another relationship. Because that two outstanding in your year says, oh, well, yeah, I don't know, you know, someone's got to come in. And that's the 30-year mark, 60, 30 times two. And then notwithstanding the fact that you're 31 in your days, a relationship could come within a year. Okay. So, but that's, again, the choice for you. I just want to ask, Charlene, so you say you don't have time. What, are, what occupies your time aside from work and your kids? Um, well, I do, I do readings. I, my son, I help him with his son. I have a ton of uh, paperwork to straighten out because of income tax nonsense from my ex-husband. Uh, it's just I've just got to get myself extrapolated from all of that. Um, I, I think just busy just cleaning up past um, decluttering. So that I can, I feel more uh, clear to move forward. And as as you said, it, Costco, the employees there overall, it's an incredibly blue collar, um, low vibration, interesting, like a lot of interesting people. But the overall theme is definitely blue collar. Um, so would you be doing? I mean, are you? What's your highest level of education? Did you go to college? Do you have a master's? Um, I've taken some. I've gone to some college. I've, I'm continually learning. I'm continually reading and. But uh, so not courses. formally. You're, you're, formally, you're a, just high school, you're a high school and, graduate. And a bit of college, yes. But you, she sounds more. I mean. Yeah, the, you have a certain. You have an innate uh, compliment. You have an innate intelligence, Darlene. And it isn't to say that you're, 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 you may be karmically inclined to be restricted in some respect, because if you're working at Costco, but you're continuously learning, then Costco is tribal and karmic. In other words, the universe is placing you there because of some karmic element in your past life that's presenting a, a sense of being humble, a, yeah. a sense of not belonging to the tribe at hand, but that is your tribe but not really your tribe. But her voice, you know, we were talking about her voice earlier and what it, you know, you're saying yeah. intelligence and I'm saying artistic and there's a refinement. refinement there's a refinement. A yeah. So in terms of you being a reader, you see what you've done is you, you're kind of like, it's a clue, your, your higher self is in, is in seclusion, but it's still available to the masses, so to speak. But you're kept in check because of something in the past life and that eight is on your pet side, right. so you abuse power uh, at one point in your lifetime. And that's why it's broken. And your master number. Now it's broken up in her year, as you were saying. Yeah. Too. And the difference between eight and three is five, which means that your communication levels are somewhat um, restricted by karma. So you're allowed to speak, but we got to keep you in check. It's like a, somebody in exile. Mm-hmm. It's like that clown Trump that's now out of power, but he still has a voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But in your respect, it's a good, there's a good indication that something's coming up. We suggest you keep in touch with us and we can continue the dialogue. Yeah, for sure, Charlene. I would love to, yes. I, at, at private readings with you guys, if anybody's listening, I highly recommend it. It's very powerful. It's very, very powerful. Um, Thank okay. you. Yeah. I will. Thank you guys, both of you. I appreciate your time. And, uh, I'll, yes, <laughs> moving take forward. Really, thank take you. good care and keep us posted. I will. You guys as well. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, thank bye. You. Okay, we are at the end of the show and back on the air on Friday, regular time. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.